You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode of Talkin' Pets is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com forward slash Talkin' Pets. T-A-L-K-I-N-P-E-T-S. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. I am Seth Peterson. I am Debbie Hedren. I'm Rhonda Schwartz. I'm Josh Roberts. This is Jesslyn Gilson. Hello, I'm Victor Webb. Hi, this is Charlotte Ross. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. What's up, you guys? This is AJ from the Backstreet Boys. Hi, this is Shannon Elizabeth, and you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. And you're listening to Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. With John Patch. John Patch. You're listening to Talkin' Pets with John Patch. Hello, America, and welcome to Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. Join John and his expert guests with all of your pet questions, concerns, comments, and stories. Now it's time for Talkin' Pets with your host, John Patch. And welcome to Talkin' Pets, heard coast-to-coast on your favorite radio station. This is Talkin' Pets, and I'm John Patch. Joining us is animal expert... Barry Siebold. Here to answer your medical questions and your behavior questions about your pets. The lines are open at 866-606-TALK. That's 866-606-8255. The show is produced by the ever-so-talented Mr. Bob Page. That's way too kind, sir. What's up, Bobby? Nothing. Hanging out. You ready for a good hour? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to be talking with Joan Capuzzi. She's the author of Puppies, uh, a complete guide to raising a happy puppy in a positive environment. We're all looking for a positive environment these days. 866-606-TALK. The show is also produced. When you call in, you'll speak with Zach, and he'll put you on the line with us at 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. We may be giving away some products like Petastic Naturals, World's Best Cat Litter, and also By Nature Pet Food. Once again, this is Talkin' Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. 866-606-TALK. Capuzzi is a practicing small animal veterinarian and a professional writer who holds both undergraduate and graduate degrees from the University of Pennsylvania. A journalist for more than 20 years, she began her writing career with business magazines. After earning her veterinary degree, she redirected her work to focus on health and sciences stories for a variety of veterinary and mainstream magazines and newspapers. In addition to producing articles for such publications as Time, the Philadelphia Inquirer, Parenting, and Dog Fancy. Joan has worked in medical publishing and taught its science writing at uh, Penn. We want to welcome onto the program right now the author of Puppies, Joan Capuzzi. Hey, Joan, how you doing? Welcome to Talking Pets. Hi, John. Thank nice you. to have you on the show. Nice to be here. I want to introduce you right off the bat to uh, Barry Siebold. Hello. Hi, Barry. We how also are... have sitting in with us our executive producer over there, Mr. Bob Page. Hi, Bob. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. 
Now, we're going to be giving, thank you, by the way, we're going to be giving away three books during the interview with you, uh, and it's called Puppies, and uh, we're going to be shipping that out to three lucky listeners, so stay tuned for that. When we say call, you can call, and you can possibly win a book, compliments of Joan Capuzzi. But uh, pick up the phone and give us a call if you've got a question about your dogs at 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. That's the number to call. So, Joan, what part of the country are you in? Uh, Philadelphia area. Oh, you're in Philly. Yeah, suburban yeah. Philadelphia. I know it well, actually. I grew up in Scranton. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not, not too far from you. Uh-huh. About an hour. Yeah, yeah. How long did it take you to write this book, by the way, Puppies? <laughs> Ten months, five days, four hours, <laughs> just 27 minutes. <laughs> Lots of sweat and tears. You have it timed out, don't you? Yes. <laughs> now, Neck, Make It Easy, is that the publisher? That's the, the publisher's Globe Pequot Press, and Knack is uh, one of their lines of books. Uh, the Knack books encompass different uh, how-to, how-to type of guides. Um, from hiking to cooking to knitting and, of course, puppies. <laughs> so it's it's actually Globe Pe- Pequot? Globe Pequot Press. Press. And they're based in Connecticut. So puppies, you can actually, people, when they're walking through like bookstores and all, they'll see it there, and they can also probably get it, what, on Amazon.com and all? They can get it on Amazon.com. They can get it at uh, Borders, Barnes & Noble, major bookstores. Uh, and the website is www.knackbooks.com for the book. Now, there's a lot of different chapters in this book. Mm-hmm. Um, you've done this book justice, not only with you know what's written in it, but also, of course, the photography in it is gorgeous. I, I can't claim credit for the photography, but they, the photographers did a wonderful job. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, there's some pictures in here that are absolutely astonishing. They're amazing. Now, right off the bat, in Chapter 1, you kind of get in before Puppy. You know, can you explain to people across America that they have to understand the commitment to a pet before they bring it home? Yeah, that's that's probably the major take-home point of my book. The book is about 250 pages, and it's a lot of information because puppies involve a lot of different, a lot of, of work and, and, and knowledge, and uh, questions come up, uh, and a puppy is going to live from 10 to 15 years. And so it's important to know that, you know, to make sure that you're committed, to make sure that you have, I mean, basically there are are, uh, some necessary ingredients before you get a a puppy. You need, first of all, to have enough time. That's number one, probably most important. Actually, probably most important is the desire (laughs) and the interest. Number two is time. Number three is patience, tremendous amount of patience, adequate space, and um, the finance is necessary not to shortchange your pet uh, uh, as far as uh, medical decisions go. Well, if you've got a question for Joan Capuzzi, the author of Puppies, give us a call at 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. You call in with a question, we may just send you a copy of the book called Puppies. And, of course, that's a little tough one to say, actually, if you've got to say that three, three times. It's by Globe Pequot. <laughs> Press. <laughs> it so is. you can find it <laughs> in helpful. bookstores, you can find it on Amazon.com and all the internet companies. So um, 866-606-TALK, that is the number to call. I got a question for you, Joan. On, um, we have Neil out there, and he doesn't have a puppy, but he has a dog, and he's got a question for you. Can uh, you answer that for him if it's on a, on a 
a grown dog rather than a puppy? Sure, absolutely. It's a senior dog, actually. Most things apply to, to puppies and, and to older dogs as well. Sounds good. Neil, you got a question for Joan Capuzzi? Well, yeah, I do. I, I think so. Um, you know, actually, uh, my dog is, I have a 12-year-old beagle, but he actually acts like a puppy, so I guess it's, you know, sort of appropriate. But here's my question. It's, I, I'm not sure if this is a, a behavioral uh, issue or a medical issue, but um, long story short, most of my dog's life, every time we go to the vet and they have to draw blood, they've always taken it from uh, his paws. Mm-hmm. But in recent years, uh, the vet has suddenly kind of changed his tune a little bit, and now they've started it to take the blood from his jugular vein, which kind of freaked me out the first time it happened. But um, my dog, being the kind of dog that doesn't really like his head touched too much, didn't really like it too much at first. And the last couple of times he's had to have blood drawn, uh, he's suffered a couple of hematomas on his jugular, which is a little scary to say the least. So um, we're in a situation now where in, in order, we're due for a blood draw for an unrelated issue, and the vet wants to go ahead and uh, sedate him medically, uh, uh, using medication, a uh, combination of, I um, hope I'm pronouncing this right, acepromazine and butyrphenol, um, combination of that, that kind of drug him up a little bit so it would be easier to draw the blood out of his jugular. And I, that kind of freaks me out a little bit. And um, they, I guess they say they want to go ahead and save the veins on the paws for, you know, for IVs and stuff like that, you know, down the line. So I'm not sure what I should do. Any any suggestions? Um, well, yeah. Um I love beagles. So do I. Beagles are <laughs> notorious overreactors. I love beagles. What are you laughing about, Barry? Because I like beagles? Are you saying something? <laughs> no, no, no. The they, notorious uh, overreactors comment. And, and That's what so I mean. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to identify with a vet in, in a little bit of a way. I mean, I've never sedated a dog for blood, and, and I wouldn't want to do it unless it were an aggressive dog. But at the same time, I'm thinking beagles, and I'm thinking of a beagle experience I had two weeks ago, and beagles do tend to overreact. So I think that this is why your vet wants to do that. I, and for a 12-year-old dog personally, and of course I'm not questioning your, your vet's decision because I don't know the situation with your dog. Right. But I, I'd be a little reluctant to sedate a 12-year-old dog for a blood draw. Yeah, I, I was too, in the, and we actually canceled the appointment because he called me the night before and, and gave me this scenario, and I, I just didn't, I wasn't comfortable with it. So until I had a chance to kind of research a little bit, and um, you know, he did fine for you know probably ten of those years, just having it drawn from his paw. I went online last night, and I guess the the, the desire to kind of try to keep the veins you know alive and, and pumping for future well, you don't, IVs. You don't is have not, to worry about keeping the veins alive; they they repair. Okay. You don't have to worry about a hematoma. Your dog got a hematoma because it was probably moving during the blood draw. He was, yeah. And that and that's was that, why yeah. they got a hematoma. So it wasn't your vet's fault. No, I know that. Um, and as far as the jugular, I don't go for the jugular first. Usually the front legs or the hind legs right. first, usually the front legs with the dog. Sounds like you're going to kill someone uh, rather than help a dog. Well, you're not <laughs> likely to kill them, but <laughs> I, I, the front legs have nice big veins. So, a nice big vein. So, uh, you know, maybe suggest that your vet try that. Um, that would be that would be my comment. Yeah, I mean, again, I just, you know. But I, I think you have a good instinct not to want a 12-year-old dog to be sedated. And especially introducing him to some uh, a cocktail of, of, of drugs that he probably may or may not have had. He's been under anesthesia a couple times in his life, but God knows if he's had this too. I combination of these two drugs and you know the the reason we're doing the blood it's not routine there there's some other things going on unrelated but he's relatively healthy and you know if he's going to 
someday die. I either want it to be because you know, he's way too old or because some some dreaded illness got him. But not, I don't want him to die of the testing. That's not right. what I'm looking at. Okay. Right. That's a great question. Well, th- thank you very much. Neil, good, good question. And please stay on the line, too. Compliments of Joan Capuzzi. We're going to send you out a copy of the book, Puppies. Oh, great. So Thanks we'll ship that out to you. So stay on the line and speak with Zach. We'll get your information, and uh, we'll ship that right out to you. Thank you. Wow. Thanks so much, Neil. Thanks. That's Neil out there listening in Tampa, Florida. Actually, our our roundabout here and where we live. 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. Do you have advice, Joan, for people that are actually looking for a puppy? If they if they want to get a mixed breed or, or even a purebred, they can go to a local shelter. But what about in terms of a breeder? Any oh, advice okay. on that? Well, yeah. Um, as far as breeders, as far as looking for breeders, yeah, where would you say like what would they if they want to get a good breeder, where would they find it? Well, I'm going to first promote shelters. You know, exactly. I I think that's a first best choice. Shelters, um, humane organizations because these are animals that need homes and uh, you know, a couple million dogs get euthanized each year in shelters. And oftentimes they do have puppies there. Sometimes they put them, you know, out of reach so that the adults get adopted first. But as far as breeders go, um, a word of mouth, but there are, you know, there are red flags when choosing a breeder, and, and it's not always, and I discuss it. Joan, hold on to that thought. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to continue okay. on with the breeders, and we also have some calls for you as well, so don't okay, go away. Great. You're listening okay. to Talking Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Yeah. Hey, boy, how you doing? <coughs> what am I doing? <coughs> I'm creating your own life book. It's a website that's just for you. Remember that picture I took of you pulling off Lisa's bathing suit? <coughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, me too. I'm putting that awesome picture on your life book page. We'll see what comments we get. And that great video we took of you standing on the table with your head inside the turkey? That's definitely going on there. <coughs> No, it's easy. It only took me two minutes to set up your page. I chose a great theme, and I can connect with millions of other pet parents. I can also create a memorial life book. (coughs) No, not for Grandma, but we can make one for Fluffy, remember her? And we can even put links to our favorite pet charity, and friends can make donations. People can create their own life book for their pets by going to PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com or they can sign up on the PetLife Radio homepage. (coughs) Where's Lisa? She's outside by the pool. Hey, come back here. <coughs> Create your own life book for your pet. PetLifeRadio.LivingYearsPets.com Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And they called it puppy love Oh, I guess they'll never know 
And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. Uh, Barry Seawold. You know I love you, Barry. Uh Like my brother Uh from another mother. (laughs) 866-606-TALK. 866-606-8255. That's the number to call if you've got a question about your pet. We're speaking with Joan Capuzzi. She's the author of Puppies. You can find it in bookstores. You can also find it online, like Amazon.com. It's put up by Globe Pequot Press. Never would even attempt to say that quick. <laughs> God knows what would come out of my mouth. 866-606-TALK. Joan, we were talking about breeders and yeah. all. And uh, real quick, because you got a, a couple of callers that want to talk to you as yeah. well. And um, what would you recommend if somebody's looking for a puppy? And, and what kind of a breeder? Like, where would they do their homework? Yeah, where would they do their homework? Um, y- you know, the, the things to look for in a breeder are... Um, breeders who let you tour their home kennel, I would say that's the first most important thing, which makes, if you want to stick to that, you can't buy online unless you can go to see the, uh, the kennel as opposed to buying the dog and having it flown across the country. Um, you look at the adult dogs, they look healthy, well cared for. Um, uh, the bitches, uh, uh, God, can I say that word on the radio? The yes. female dog. We know you're talking about a female no, dog. No more than uh, a single Disclaimer, female dog. Female dogs have no... I thought we were talking about Jersey Shore again. <laughs> ...than one litter a year. Um, and um, the, uh, do the last few generations of dogs contain many common ancestors? They shouldn't, so you don't want inbreeding. Uh, does the breeder health screen their dogs for um, genetic diseases that uh, their their breed is prone to? And I have a whole section on finding a breeder. Yeah, on, page uh, 28, actually, uh, in, in your book, Puppies. People can find out more about that. Let me go out to uh, Dan in Spokane, Washington. He's got a question for you, Joan. Hey, Dan, welcome to Talking Pets. Yes, um, I've got a male dachshund dog, and I've got two cats. And when I clean out the litter boxes, I take the cat feces in a plastic bag outside. Mm-hmm. And if I don't put it up on the garbage cans, my dachshund dog gets in there and tries to chew on the cat feces. Is there Barry, any way that, that I can get my dachshund to leave that alone? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that reaction, Joan. <laughs> Everybody likes a Tootsie Roll the, once the in a while. <laughs> the one thing you have in your corner is, is a dachshund is a really short dog, so yes. you can't jump that high. Um, you know, when when you catch him in the act, have a squirt gun nearby, All right. a water pistol, squirt him and say no, startle sure. him, shake a, a can full of pennies, startle him. So you're attaching a negative um, negative conditioning to what he's doing. All right. Um, uh, we use um, in, in dogs, but I haven't recommended them in cats, um, uh, we use uh, um, uh, spit it out, Joan. No, <laughs> I think it's what it's, I don't want to mention Forbid. brands, but anyway, that, it's called a brain fart. That <laughs> change the um, the the taste of the feces as if it's not gross enough, and yeah. make them not want to eat it. But that I haven't recommended. Uh, in cats, but that may be a product might, like that might be available to feed the cats or, yeah. you know, to sprinkle on their food yeah. and that the dog is, is not going to like the And you might try, like, there's, there's a home remedy that we recommend. It's three parts, um, well, it's actually three parts 
Adolf's meat tenderizer to one part anise root. You mix it together and you sprinkle it on the food, and it's supposed to come out this tasteful. Meat I mean, you would think actually it what? would. That what? Meat tenderizer and what? Yeah, Adolf's meat tenderizer, three parts to one part anise root. And you can find that actually in health food stores. Oh, yes. I'm a health food nut. Oh, cool. Yeah, you mix that together. You're supposed to sprinkle it over the food. When it comes out the other end, it's supposed to be very distasteful. All right. Now, you think it would be, but anyway, but no. no some, the one thing I thought was interesting, too, um, Dan in, in Spokane, was that saying no, page 130 of the book Puppies, and we're going to send you a copy of Joan Capuzzi's book. All right, sir. So stay on the line and uh, speak with Zach, our producer, and we'll get your address there in Spokane and ship that book out to you. Thank you very much, and have a good weekend. You too, and good luck with those Tootsie Rolls. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Nutty Buddies, John. They're Nutty Buddies. Nutty Buddies? Is that what they are? Nutty Buddies. They got the sprinkles from the litter. That gives the crunch. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe that's what makes it so appealing. <laughs> well, if it's like, if it's it's like world's best cat litter, it's it's edible crunch because it's 100% whole kernel corn. There you go. Other than that, like, sandy-type stuff. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't got to worry about it hurting them if they do swallow it down. Joan, don't go away. We'll be right back. Okay. We also have another um, question for you from Rich in Wayne, Pennsylvania. So we'll be right back with uh, Rich and Joan. So we're speaking with Joan Capuzzi, the author of Puppies. You can find it in bookstores. You can find it online. It's put out by Globe Pequot Press. Once again, I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. This is Talking Pets. We'll be right back, right after these messages. Stay tuned. Hey, love to read, but just never seem to have enough time to sit in one place long enough? For all of us on-the-go people, Audible has the answer. Best-selling audiobooks for your iPod or MP3 player. For Pet Life Radio listeners, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 14-day trial to give you a chance to check out their service. Choose from hundreds of today's bestsellers, including awesome pet books such as Bad Dogs Have More Fun by Marley and the author John Grogan, Love That Cat by Ingrid Newkirk, It's Okay to Miss the Bed on the First Jump, and Other Life Lessons I Learned from Dogs by Seinfeld's John O'Hurley, and many, many more. To download your free audiobook today, go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash talkinpets. T-A-L-K-I-N-P-E-T-S. Again, that's audiblepodcast.com forward slash talkinpets for your free audiobook. Fasten your seatbelts, put your seatbacks and sleeping pets in their full upright position, and prepare for takeoff. Pet Life Radio presents Travel Tales, the show where you'll get great travel ideas on perfect places for you and your pet. From Paris to paradise, south of the border to the South Seas, Travel Tales will give you cool tips on fun vacation destinations to travel with your pet, pet-friendly hotels, and advice on how to travel safely and happily with your furry best friends. So, get ready to pack the bags and the bones with your Travel Tales hosts, Susan Sims and Nicholas Veslowski, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Pets News from the USA Today. Here's your host, John Patch. Out of Hamilton, Montana, wildlife officials said pneumonia has been confirmed in another bighorn sheep population. State Fish and Wildlife and Parks said the respiratory disease was found in five sheep in Skalkala, population east of Hamilton. 
An agency biologist has observed about 100 sheep in the population and shot eight that showed signs of having pneumonia. Barry? In Grand Rapids, Michigan, chicken owners in the city have until October 1st to get rid of the birds after an ordinance failed to pass that would have allowed residents to keep the hens in their backyards. A 3-3 vote by city commissioners killed a proposal, which had been in the works since fall. I want chickens, but I can't have them here. Yeah, you know, I, I know some... Brenda has some in her neighborhood, and I think they're just annoying. Really? Yeah. Just constantly... Yeah, but that's the males, though. That's the roosters. Yeah, I don't know. The females aren't as bad, other than the cluck, cluck, cluck. (laughs) (laughs) In Larwell, Indiana, a couple is facing charges of neglecting horses for the second time in five years. James Mullins, 60 years old, and Cynthia Mullins, 53, were arrested and were convicted in 2005 of a misdemeanor neglect. Now, 13 horses and ponies were removed last week from their property. In Ocean Springs, Mississippi, about 3,000 pounds of shrimp have been harvested from an aquaculture project at the Gulf Coast Research Laboratory's Cedar Point site. The harvest of saltwater shrimp was the largest since the program began in the mid-1980s. Out of uh, Richmond, Virginia, drought conditions are causing some wine grape uh, varieties in the state to ripen early, and that concerns growers. Virginia Tech um, Tony Wolf said prolonged dry conditions can reduce yields and change grape composition, adding that the August harvest is the earliest in memory. In Charlotte, North Carolina, about 7,000 striped bass have died in Lake Norman the state's largest man-made lake since July. It is the third time in seven years the game fish have died in mass in the lake. Fish, fish biologists suspect the summer heat, a power plant cooled by the lake water and non-native fish dumped into the lake by fishermen more than a decade ago. You know, I was at the post office here where I live in Tampa the other day, and you know, I pretty much know everybody there because I'm there all the time. And um, this one guy who I did not know brings in this picture, and he's showing one of the guys behind the counter. In a local pond here, and I mean pond, he he caught a 17-pound bass. Wow, 17 pounds! That's a that's did, amazing. Did it should be in the ocean. Grew them that big down here. Well, once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Welcome to 1916. I actually like that. What? Maybe the 30s. I was a. Oh, is it 30s? 30s. That's when you were born, right, John? What was uh, Joan talking about earlier about the jugular? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Settle down. It was Friday the 13th yesterday, Freddy. Do you know that Friday the 13th is one of the biggest days for car accidents? Did you know that? That's why I didn't go anywhere yesterday. Isn't that bizarre? Why would it be that day? It's like one of the top four. Because you got all those guys with hockey masks and... I know somebody who got in an accident yesterday, too. Really? Yeah. Someone I know? Yeah. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Who? Don't tell me Jenna. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. She got a ticket not that long ago, though. Jenna? Back to the show, everybody. (laughs) 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. A big hello to uh, 
mom and three boys out there, and um, in uh, Wisconsin, we want to say hi. She's on our uh, webcam. If you want to watch us on the webcam, you can go to our website, TalkinPets.com, T-I-L-K-I-N, Pets.com, TalkinPets.com. Click on Watch, and you can watch us live and chat with us in the chat room if you wish as well, and tell us how lovely we are. But you can give us- Or just tell John. He's the one who needs it. Yep. Thanks. 866-606-TALK. I'm holding up the book, actually. You'll see it on the webcam. It's called Puppies, and it's by Joan Capuzzi. She's on the air with us right now. And um, we're giving a couple of these away. So um, we've got actually one more to give away, and we're going to give it to Rich in Wayne, Pennsylvania. And he's got a question for you, Joan Capuzzi. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Doing great. Thanks. I could use that book. Cool. I've got a uh, seven-month-old lab, chocolate lab, a lot of energy. And I had a question regarding whether or not to neuter him. Mm. Okay, well, that's a great question. Without knowing uh, what kind of dog you have or anything about the dog, I would first say yes. And I would say yes for for two reasons. There's the, the uh, I guess, practical slash ethical portion, and there's the medical portion. Um, I, 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 Rich, do you plan on breeding your dog at all? I don't, and I didn't think ethics came up with the dog yet, but I'm willing to listen. I think... Uh, okay. The thing I want to do is uh, um, had other dogs before, a female, first male, and um, uh, had the uh, female fix, but the, I didn't know if it would calm them down or if I wanted to you know, go to the uh, timing, and so I didn't know when i do it. And, uh, <laughs> um, okay. Well, I always, I always encourage people right off the bat to spay-neuter. Um, first of all, I, I kind of do discourage breeding, even though I love puppies, and this book is about puppies. Uh, you know, home breeding, it's, it's, a, it's a big project, and there is such pet overpopulation. So I would say yes for that reason. Now, the other reason is, yes, neutering will calm him down. It will not change his personality. But uh, neutering uh, reduces the, the, the main source of testosterone. So the testosterone drops, and that makes the dog, in general, less reactive. So if you have a dog, for example, that barks at the drop of a hat, that will not stop, but it will decrease. The other things that neutering does is it eliminates certain um, bad behaviors. Not eliminates, but either reduces and sometimes eliminates, such as urine marking, um, mounting, roaming, and, and of course, uh, sexual interest that the dog would have. And um, so that's, you know, that's important important to do. They're all testosterone-associated things. So I, I would say yes. Neutering makes a male dog, especially an energetic male dog, usually easier to deal with. And Rich, stay on the line too because uh, we're going out to a break, but when we come back um, I want you to talk over the break with Zach. We're going to get your information there in Wayne, Pennsylvania and, and ship you out a copy of the book Puppies by Joan Capuzzi. Can, Great. Thank John? you very much and thank you. Thanks thank so you, much, Rich. Rich. Great. Joan, don't go away. We'll be right back for more of uh, talking about the book Puppies, okay? Yep. Sounds good. We're speaking with Joan Capuzzi. That was Rich in Wayne, Pennsylvania. Once again, the number to call is 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebold. And this is Talkin' Pets. Talkin' Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Greetings, human. What planet? 
Meyer. Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, Candid Pictures of You and Your Pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Welcome to Sassy Seniors, a show about our fabulous older dogs and cats. I'm your host, Kelly Jackson. You know, I wanted to create a show to really showcase our senior pets. And you know, as the human population ages and lives longer, of course, so are our wonderful pets. But many of us with aging pets, it's so interesting. We have a tough time realizing or really admitting that they are seniors. So in a way, I kind of like to think of our senior pets as, as wise puppies. What do you think about that? Be sure to join us for another dish of sassy seniors and remember celebrate your senior pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com let's talk pets on petliferadio.com And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. Hey, this is Kevin Neal, and you're listening to John Patch with Talking Pets. Or at least you should be listening to him. 866-606-TALK. Thanks, Kevin. Why is Kevin in weeds? Is he trying to tell us something? Did you ever watch that show on, I think it's HBO? Did you ever watch Grandma's Boy? Yes. He was also in that. Mr. Cheezel. Did it involve weeds? Yeah, he was smoking a lot of weed in that movie, too. It's really strange. I was telling my friend as we walked up the hill. So is this guy that's... (laughs) (laughs) 866-606-TALK. Pick up the phone, give us a call. We want to talk to you about your pets. We're speaking with Joan Capuzzi, the author of Puppies. You can find it in bookstore. You can find it online. Um, It's put out by Globe Pequot Press. Getting better at saying that, by the way. 866-606-TALK is the number. 866-606-8255. You know, we talked about, like, Chapter 1, Chapter 2, you know, before puppy, the right puppy. Uh, you know, she gets into choosing a puppy, puppy supplies, first week home, puppy training 101, um, also puppy health. She gets into teething, teething and chewing, and food for thought, socialization. Very important, right, to socialize your puppy, Joan? Oh, it's it's very important. Yeah, puppies should not be isolated, and they should be in as many social situations early on and um, and around other animals. Obviously, keeping everybody safe, but yes, um, as as soon as they're vaccinated. 
You also get into training basics in Chapter 11 in your book, Puppies, Good Behavior, When Hormones Hit. There's an interesting chapter. <laughs> Probably a lot and of parents would like that one, too. And is in that, too. Okay, so that's good for Rich, actually. Yeah, and it's got a, you know, a description of the spay-neuter procedures as well. Exercise for pups. Um, grooming, you get into grooming. Problem grooming, solving, yep. uh, solving like uh, puppy jump-ups and problem barking. What do you think about the barking, and what's your opinion? I personally don't like those shock collars. Um, what do you think about those? Uh, you know, I, I, I personally don't like them either, and and it's a bit, big dilemma for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you have to make a dog bearable to live with on the one hand, and, and if barking bothers you that much, I think it's, or bothers your neighbors that much, particularly with apartment dwellers, uh, probably best to get rid of the dog. Find a good home for the dog. One thing I find important, too, in this book, and in, in actually in Chapter 17, the same thing with problem uh, solving, is aggression. Very important subject to talk about. Aggression is a very important subject. Any recommendation on food aggression? You know, because a lot of times when you get a puppy and you start feeding them and then they give you that little snarl and a growl and mm-hmm. they look at you like, you touch that bowl, you're going to lose a finger. Yeah. Well, food-related aggression is best prevented than dealt with. And I, I think one good way to prevent it is early on, uh, before aggression, food aggression and other types of aggression typically develop, which is usually around social maturity between 12 and 18 months, very early on, start to habituate the dog to being around him or her when he or she is eating. So, you know, be around the bowl, move the bowl, but give it back, add things to the bowl, take things away, but give it back so that the dog doesn't feel threatened. If it's one of those dogs that absolutely just goes crazy when people come near um, near their food, and, and there are dogs like that, obviously feed your dog separately away from people and especially away from kids because children, you know, don't really usually understand that. Yeah, I want to go back a step. When you were talking about spay and neuter, what's your recommendation on the age where you would spay or neuter a yeah, puppy? Yeah, I, I would say um, six months. Six months. Uh, with males that are showing some aggression, we can... It, as puppies, which usually they don't start to show aggression until social maturity, but if they're showing aggression early, I would say four to six months. Uh, the other two considerations, the, I mean, the other big consideration is, is with neutering male. If, if you're if you're on the fence as to whether to neuter your dog, and its testicles are not descended, it's called a crypt orchid dog. Retained testicles, they're not descended by about eight weeks. They're they may not ever descend. If they're retained, they have to come out. And because they become cancerous, they can twist, they can have huge problems. So cryptorchid dogs must be neutered. Um, and the other thing is neutering is, is also, I wanted to add to Rich's question, is also good for the dog's health in general. It reduces um, the risk of prostate infections, um, prostatic enlargement, certain cancers, uh, like such as testicular cancer eliminates. So. Well, chapter 18 of your book, Puppies, you also get into finding experts like vets and trainers, groomers, kennels, dog walkers, uh, pet services. One thing I like is when I go out of town, I have someone that stays at my home the whole time. So, you know, it's nice Great. because this way the pets are home, you know, they're comfortable with who's here and, you know, they, they never leave. <laughs> yeah, I think they're best kept in their own environment. Yes, yeah, definitely. 
you get into competition on competing, confirmation, breed group sports, obedience, uh, dog handling. And then um, you also Chapter 20, you get into uh, resources like what's in a name and uh, geographically speaking, websites and gear and you know more on breeds and health and nutrition. So your book is compact with everything. It really is information-packed, I have to say. It's very, very concentrated. So it's a great source. And I think the layout of it, the format, is very readable, and the pictures make it that much more readable. It's a fun book. It's enjoyable. And I like books like this because I like to use them as reference books. And yours is right up there with the ones that I like to use. Oh, well, thank you. Well, Joan, thanks so much for joining us on the program. It was a great pleasure. And um, we gave away three of the books to the national audience out there, so you guys will be getting those out. Compliments of Joan Capuzzi, the author of Puppies. And, uh, Joan, once again, they can find it, of course, in bookstores, and they can also find it online, correct? Correct. And if you're on our webcam right now, you'll see what the book looks like. It's called Puppies. Our webcam is at TalkinPets.com. No G in the talking. T-A-L-K-I-N-Pets.com. So check it out. We're holding it up right now. It's called Puppies by Joan Capuzzi. Look for it in your bookstores, a complete guide to raising a happy puppy in a positive environment. Joan Capuzzi, thanks so much for joining us here on Talking Pets. Thank you, John, and, and Barry and Bob as well. Talk to you soon. Okay, take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Joan Capuzzi, the author of Puppies. I'm John Patch. I'm Barry Siebel. And this is Talking Pets. Talking Pets. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. It's time for school for you and your friends, your furry best friends. Train your dog the fun and easy way with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Teacher's Pet host Pia Silvani teaches you step-by-step how to train your dog the fun and easy way. You get eight 30-minute live audio training sessions, complete transcripts of each session, plus a basic training manual to get you and your dog off to a great start. Training begins the moment you bring your dog home. Teacher's Pet Sessions offers positive reinforcement training to shape your dog's behavior and encourages upbeat, enthusiastic responses to ensure that your dog will enjoy learning. Teacher's Pet Sessions dog training is fun at both ends of the leash. So listen, learn, and laugh with your dog with Teacher's Pet Sessions. Get your copy of Teacher's Pet Sessions Volume 1 today. To order, go to TeachersPetSessions.com. Hi, this is Pia Salvani, your host. Bring your dog, tug toy, and treats, and get ready to have some fun. TeachersPetSessions.com Hello! I'm Deborah Wolf, and I'm inviting you to my animal party on Pet Life Radio. My pet experts will be coming to the party to answer your pet questions, and they'll also be sharing their favorite stories and messages with us, but I'll be asking them some tough questions. We'll get their opinions on the hot-button topics like the pit bull ban, pet food, vaccines, religion, politics, and animals, cat decline, and the latest news, whatever's turning the animal world on its head, we'll be talking about at the animal party. This party's got bite. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet
And once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. I'm John Patch. I'm uh, Barry Seawold. You were oh. liking this for a second. Yeah, don't you know? So why didn't you back it up? Back it up, baby. Back it up. It's just a little yeah. message. I don't like that picture either. We're launching a new website next month. That's what I hear. Again. <laughs> very, very excited about that. I am. It's actually very state-of-the-art and very sharp. The behind very, the scenes. Yeah. Some cool stuff really coming good. for you people. Yeah, it's Talking actually going to be com. really neat. Um, so trying to come up with a decent picture of me. I know that's hard. Shut <laughs> 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. That's the number to call, of course, 866-606-TALK. You know, Barry, it's so hot out there that the trees are whistling for the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Come pee on me. <laughs> Bobby, stop tap dancing. We're, I know we're at the top of the hour, but... <laughs> Did you hear about that guy? Doctors confirmed the good news for Ron Svenden. Once the mass in his left lung came back from the lab, he didn't have cancer. It's good to know. Ron is cancer-free. He's got a pea sprout. There's a pea sprout inside his chest. I heard something Did you, did you hear about that? Yeah. I uh, posted that on Facebook okay. this week because I personally hate peas. Little pasteballs, pus podules of hate. I can't stand them. They say a couple days in the dark environment, a pea can grow anywhere. Yeah. But uh, how did it get there? He it, it just went down the wrong way. Can you imagine? Apparently this guy eats like no tomorrow. <laughs> oh, sort of like my friend Eric. <laughs> He's supposed to be listening, so. <laughs> Are you saying Eric's fat? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> but, you know, a pea, though. You know, we went from pee on a tree to a pee in a guy's mouth. Nice segue, John. Like that? <laughs> but it's like, you know, you got to be careful what you eat these days. Right, Barry? <laughs> oh, that's funny. I'm funny. I think so. Okay. <laughs> Since we didn't give anything away other than the books from Joan Capuzzi called Puppies this hour, the next two calls that come in, and if you've won in the last 30 days, please give somebody else a shot. We are going to send out to you, actually. We're going to set you up with a bottle of Petastic Naturals, the number one stain and odor remover in the country. We're also going to send out to you a seven-pound bag of world's best cat litter made from 100% whole kernel corn. It clumps and flushable, by the way. And... We're also going to send out to you a choice from By Nature. It's all natural pet foods. That's going to come out to you. By Nature, it's one of the best pet foods, of course, on the shelves. You can find it in your pet stores. Matter of fact, I was at PetSmart the other day, and I saw it there. It's uh, By Nature Pet Food, as natural as your love, comes out to you for your dog or cat. So if you got a uh, dog, you're going to get a 17-pound bag. Um, or if you've got a cat, we're going to send you a 7-pound bag. So just tell um, Zach, our producer, you want the dog food or the cat food. The dog food comes in pork and sweet potatoes, salmon, ocean fish and yogurt, and duck and sweet peas. And the cat food comes in chicken and potato or seven seafood platter. And you can also ask for weight control because that comes in chicken, salmon, and duck. So, two lucky winners call in right now at 866-606-TALK, 866-606-8255. We ran out of time in this hour, so um, Zach, if you would set up Eileen in uh, Oklahoma, we're going to set her up with all those prizes automatically. So that's three winners this hour. So, uh, Eileen, stay on the line, speak with Zach. We're going to ship out to you all those products. And the next two calls that come in, we'll get them as well. Once again, you're listening to Talking Pets. Spay and neuter your pets and help control that pet population. For myself, John Patch. Very stable. Bob. And uh, thanks to Zach, we say goodbye for this hour of Talking Pets. Let's Talk Pets. Every week, on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>